welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. Again, I like to do my twist and turn. Uh, we're continuing a conversation and I started on your podcast. I will provide you a link uh, of the beginning of the conversation with uh, you all uh, later on as well. And I will get it published on my uh, website so you can... Uh, listen from the beginning our conversation so <laughs> hi y'all how you doing <laughs> hey i'm good thank you for for having me on your show i'm I feel oh, blessed. we we you know uh, listening to you is great and uh, uh, as i Likewise. just um, made a, an interesting comment uh you have an old very old soul which is nice it's very refreshing and i said uh for your family without you know i don't want to do a reading on you but uh you're uh <laughs> <laughs> hey fair yes, enough hey, we're I both business that. business owners <laughs> <laughs> yeah people want to know about you isn't it i could i could maybe do, if the universe give me a message i will uh, relay them to you it's all depending on the universe on this one because i'm I have not prepared myself for any reading, but we could be surprised. I will probably have a few things to say along the way. But I was talking about the, um, your family uh, lineage, and I said there are very strong uh, lineage with you. I can feel there is very spirit. I'm thinking even if you did not have uh, some shaman or healers in your family and your ancestry, I believe you do. Actually. Uh, I feel like I have. I feel like I have. Um, maybe... Maybe they didn't call themselves that, but they definitely were. They were they were healers and they were shaman because I can feel a couple of them uh, come in, uh, men actually, and very strongly actually, coming. And I'm doing a reading. <laughs> I think I'm doing a reading. Okay, what hey, would you nice. like to know? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for sure. My uh, my grandfather. Um, well, my father was a pastor, um, and then my grand my grandfather on you know my dad and then my dad's dad were pastors and they were very uh very wise very in touch with you know spiritually in touch and very respectful. yeah but that goes that goes you know. way that will even beyond them actually actually what i see is somebody that i already see in the desert right now and i see somebody who's uh um I, how can i how can we say um really a shaman really somebody who's a healer actually Somebody mm. who used to travel, uh, travel via desert and stuff like that. I can see who was traveling mm. like a nomad, actually similar to nomads. Hmm. So maybe, um, so my grand, my grand, my grandfather on my, so my mom's side, they actually started in, in Ethiopia, in Ethiopia, and then they actually traveled like on foot, walked. Yep. And, and went to uh, Israel in the 80s. There's a big community of Jewish people that went to Israel when Israel was being established. And in yep. Ethiopia, my, my whole mom's side of the family, they walked <laughs> that long distance to uh, that's a That's Israel. a long so, walk. You know? Yeah. That could but be that. Even, yeah, but it could, even before that. So it's, I'm talking about a few, few centuries before too. So... You have, you have a lineage of healers Probably. in your... Uh, yes, yes. Very wise soul. So this is good. Yeah, it's <laughs> a blessing. very good. It didn't, is a blessing. Didn't, didn't do anything to deserve it. So it's a blessing. No. And, and generally, uh, when it comes through the lineage, it's nice to be aware of and utilize this. But I think you're utilizing it without knowing it, actually, which is even yeah, better. For but sure. you should be more aware of it. Yeah, I think that's a good point because then I can tap into it more. 
and yes. help out people. Yes. And that reach out to people and help them. Yes. That would be even better. So yes, that's why it's like, you know, like I said, when I was a little kid, we didn't have, and that was, I think, one of the things, and I spoke on my podcast as well. It's like in today's age, we have uh, so much uh, resources we can get from the net. And again, you need to do your work, okay? Because if you don't do your homework, you can end up somewhere you don't want to. But uh, there is a lot of things that people can learn about, uh, like, um, becoming a healer or, you know, anything. When I grew up, we, because my grandfather was a shaman, uh, he was in, uh, best, uh, actually in uh, Algeria, in uh, Setif, which is a small town uh, where the Bear Bear and Kabil lives. And he was a shaman, actually. So there is what a is lineage. A shaman? That Can you define it? A a sh- okay, better? so a shaman is uh, somebody who is a healer and is somebody who basically tap into the universe and will heal or send you help uh, entities uh, and uh, help you. That's what a shaman is. It's somebody who's, uh, who do that. I know a lot of people are using the word shaman uh, like pass me the salt, like I like to Said. Casually. They don't, uh, yeah, casually when a healer is somebody who will work with herbs and help you and do healing that, you know, it's like a medicine man, quote unquote, mm. with, who has vision, who can see like a medium, he can do, he can do a lot of things. So, mm. but again, uh, you have been, you have to be taught by a master. That's another thing that a lot of people don't know. Mm. I will explain this in a sec with somebody who is a shaman that I know for many, many years. But in my case, when I grow up, I had nobody to tell mm. me and teach me what I was doing. So I learned it. Everything that I learned was pretty much on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no resources. Now you have more help than you can get. You can get a mentor, somebody that can help you. Uh, like I'm, I talk Maybe about Colette Baron Reed. You can go on YouTube, but to have a master like uh, Colette Baron Reed, I'm going to name one of them, or Sonia Choquette, those are really, they are the real deal. They are not the phony one you're on around the block who told you to pay $1,000 and you got nothing at the end of the day. They, yeah. they make you go through a training to make you, basically to teach you their yeah. skill sets. Um, but when you've been taught, like uh, my friend Jay was a shaman, at the age of five, he was already being taught by one master. So he started a very young age to become mm. a shaman. He has learned both. What's his white... category, I guess? He doesn't have a category because he's the whole package. Shebang. Meaning he do white, black magic. He do healings. Uh, he do uh, mediumship. Uh, he do everything. The guy is the one-time shop. He's somebody that I know for years. So for him, he had three masters in his entire life. He works with deities as well. Then he works with um, spirit or demons if it's necessary. So he knows voodoo, he knows white magic. He works with everything. And what he does and what uh, we collaborate on is to help people who have entities on them, like I wrote a podcast because I got fed up and the universe was getting a little upset a few years ago about people going and see um, people to do voodoo. And especially when it, we talk about love, <laughs> the infamous love potions that Can I ask people you a question? want to use. Yes. So 
the so I grew up Christian. I grew up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up Christian. That's the philosophy that you know I subscribe to. However, my yep. mom's side of the family is uh, Jewish. Um, so I grew up in a very. Um, it's not contradictory, but um, the the concept of a, the yeah. Con- yeah the concept of, of of believing in something higher for the good of people was mm-hmm. the a hundred percent like this is what combines us all together right you know yep. the specificity of the specific uh, religion whether it was judaism or, or christianity um was i would say um carefully was subordinate to that original concept right so you know for mm-hmm. me it, it, it made me very open-minded um yep. however going back to um your previous concept about using demons you know yep. that concept is very difficult for me in the sense of to hear that um maybe you can open up my perspective on how you would do that for the good of people now oh, no. um, okay <clears throat> and and, so. and 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 i say that with um not only respect but out of genuine yeah. curiosity oh yeah so first of all um the what we call white magic that's what i do too i work with god in the deities uh any deities actually we work with uh, i work with uh, i can work with mary i work with uh, malakshmi i work with deity from india so people have to understand the concept of uh, and that's what is kind of difficult when you're uh, not as spiritual or tapped into the universe all of the deities, the saint, the archangel, from every religion, you can ask help for. It's not, um, because I'm born Roman Catholic. I will die Roman Catholic. I'm not changing my religion, but I'm a spiritual person, and I tap into that universe. I'm more into that universe than into a religion state. That's what I do. But uh, for people, it's kind of hard when you explain to people, they said, well, but I'm surprised you're a man, Kelly, but you, you ask for help for Buddha from this. And I'm like, yes, because they're here to help. They don't have, uh, uh, they don't stop to help anyone regardless of their religion. So this is based on God because they are a mystery of God. They're helping. Now, when I'm talking about the voodoo, which is different, because the voodoo, they are using uh, a demon, they are using lower spirit. And, you know, I have nothing against the people who practice because they are facing the universe as much as everybody else is. So, yeah. But a lot of people go and if, like my friend Jay, uh, what he does, if you go and see him and said, okay, I would like to meet somebody. He was going to say, okay, no problem. I can help you with the help of the deities that he's working with because he works with the top of the line, they're going to help you to find the right person. That mm. he can do it. Now, if you go to, let's say, to the shop around the block who do voodoo, they're not going to use the deities because the deities will decide if they want to help you. That's the difference between the demons, the lower spirit, and the deities. The deities will tell uh, Jay, I don't want to work with this. I don't like it. This is not following the universe, God's law. Mm. So no, I'm not. And you cannot make them work. They will 
slap you in the face seriously you do not want to mess up with the deities that they do now if i go around the block and i'm gonna um decide that well i'm in love with paul who's married but i'm infatuated by that person i'm gonna pay maybe 500 to a thousand bucks and that happens every day and i'm gonna go see somebody they're gonna use a lower spirit who is not gonna say no because the only thing they're interested in is about the money and they're gonna start to put a spell on somebody else's and screw up their life and i even witnessed it actually so that's mm, the difference between using the black magic and using the white magic. The white magic is based on the universe, on God, on the law. Why does and black have to, to be help. bad? Emma, why? I have no why idea. Why do they do this to me? No, I'm just kidding. I have Sorry no idea. See? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you all, it's all about you. It's all your fault. I'm telling you. I'm but sorry, no. guys. Uh, no, no that's kidding. okay. That's funny. But That's interesting. You know, okay. You have the light and you have the darkness, if that makes it yeah. better. But... In anything we do, and that's what we work with Jay, and that's what his staff is, is to help people. Because if you had, this is a billion dollar industry, okay? Yeah. That billion dollar industry, a lot of people go there because they are infatuated. They're doing it for the wrong thing. Now, when you do this, you're going to pay for it. Karma is going to come and bite you in a rear end because you're trying to destroy somebody else's life and destroy your marriage i have so he so he so he used so he's able to use it but he if he gets paid okay so here's the deal my friend will never do that uh to do black magic on people and do something wrong because he do it right because he knows he made the choice to help people not to destroy people but the good majority of people who do some voodoo and spell and stuff like that are uh some are good and some are bad so don't know what they're doing with their spirit. And this, at the end of the day, will not paying out because after two to three months, that spell will wash off and the person will come back and pay again and pay again and pay again. It doesn't work because it's against it's God's will. Yeah, it's against the it's universe. Not, it's, it's, it's against the universe. It's against God's will. It's not, you're breaking, uh, you're breaking the cardinal rules from the universe and that yeah. is not going to go well. So if I'm the one who's paying for it, the universe is going to come back and collect, meaning you did this. So maybe I'm going to go after your health. I'm going to go after your job. You're going to have something in your life that will be um, payback. You know, we all said karma, yeah, quote unquote, is a bitch. This is what happened. And a lot of people, and that's what I wrote um, three um, um, blogs. And I even did a podcast on it. And I see it from once in a while, I think one or twice a month. Somebody is listening, still listening to them because I did it like, what, a year or two years ago. I got so fed up and the universe was so upset about it. It's like, it's a teaching lesson for people. Before you go over there and spend money unwisely and do something that will destroy somebody else's life, they're never going to bring you the guy at the end of the day. You're never going to get their heart. They're never going to love you. The only thing you do with the lower spirit is using the chakra and you go into the mind of the person and see what they like. And you go in there. So let's say if you're infatuated by a blonde, I'm going to make you think she's a blonde and she's beautiful and you're attracted to it. It's all basic quote unquote instincts it's the first chakra it's the red one is the root chakra it's all basics it's all animals instincts that's what they do 
And mm. what the, the demon does, it's, or the spirit, it's just going back in your brain. And you only think about that person over and over and over. You, you know, you're, if you have a mate, then you're going to be distant with your mate. You're not going to have a relationship with that yeah, person. You're going to despise it. Yes, you go against everything. And I, I, ha- it, I have a... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to let you finish. Go for it. Sorry, before I ask. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I, do you think that some, like for me personally... I, I never, ever get away with anything in the sense of like, one, I'm very spiritually sensitive, but also mm-hmm. like, even if I tell a small lie, even if I eat something that's really, really not good for me, if I, you know, maybe do something wrong to somebody, um, I, I get punished for that very severely relative to other people that I observe they can eat whatever they want. They lie endlessly. You know, yep. they're able to make mistake over, over, over again. Do you believe that some people get more of a leeway with God than maybe other people or maybe that's no. not the right terminology? Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, I don't want to read on you, but I'm going to do it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I worry will only be about you all. So I'm just letting you know. People, I'm just letting you know. Uh, your, the, your energy are higher. So if you have a lower energy, let's say you're, uh, you're closer to the first chakra, which is a root chakra, you are not, even if you're being punished, you're going to be ignoring it because you're more focused on what the world is around. You, like me, has a higher uh, level of energy. We are the different frequency so the higher you get the more sensitive you are to everything and like you said if you do something wrong or eat something wrong you're going to pay right away because your body is more pure with more positive energy than others so yes you're going to react faster and quicker than others and you're more in tune with the universe and i don't think you totally realize that then you're more in tune than you think you are with the universe you get more message when you're helping people, you get more message. The only thing you need to do, actually, and the universe is telling me right now, is you need to take a little bit more rest because you have a tendency to burn yourself a little bit more, getting more tired at the end. You need mm. to re- learn to recharge properly your batteries, actually. Mm. That's true. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah, you're more, you're more in tune than people, most people are. So you need to work with what you've got. And, you know, like you, I, I, I like once a while to get my chocolate. I like to get things and I'm like, oh, crap, I should never do it. And the universe is like, yeah, you should not. But they're like, yeah, but I like it. And it's like, no. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we live in a world. Well, it's, we, we have to live within the world. That's what's hard. Yeah, but you're here to guide people and you're here to help people. And yeah. you have not fully concept and grasp this yet. But Maybe I don't want what, to because it requires. Well, here's the deal: it's not want to, but you're gonna do it because let let me say this to you right now: your the, your spirit's gonna pound you in your head over and over until it gets the right way to go. So mm-hmm. you can ignore it, but you will always come back to your face, and the universe gonna make sure of that. And I think you already have tempted to do it, and mm-hmm. then it didn't went well. Yeah. And it will continue. So if you want to continue to be stubborn, go ahead because the universe is going to say, and if they are laughing right now, <laughs> it's not going to work. You can try yeah. to ignore it, but bad news for you, yo. No, it's not going to work. Yeah. You're yeah. destined to do something a little bit more uh, powerful. Right now, you're not quite 
there yet. It will go with the maturity, like you're mature and you're growing. But helping others, passing down that wisdom you've got and that healing, because there is a healing part of it that comes back because I still can see that uh, gentleman that I saw at the beginning from your line. And as I said, that's like more than three centuries ago, at least, for what I see right now. Uh, yeah, no, no, but I see him because he's standing in the middle of desert. It's all desert, and he has that big um, uh, wood, uh, uh, and he's standing very tall. Uh, and as mm. I said, I see some a very specific um, decoration around his neck um, uh, as well. So he's a very mm. wise man. So he's passed it on already to you, but you need to tap more into it. That's what the universe is telling me right now. Yeah. Wow. You're not doing it fully right now. You're not, and you're, you're going to be there maybe in the next few years. You're going to more uh, be in tune with it, but you, uh, your energy is already high enough. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm tapping into it through this podcast. You know, a, a yes, lot of people, do. a lot yes. of people are, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, even just recently, a, re- a lot of people are getting a lot of uh, substance out of it. And, you know, as yes. I've taken it more seriously, um, as I've gone, gone, taking it more seriously and just done it more consistently. And, you know, people seen a lot of value in it, but then, you know, obviously the worldly stuff, the flesh gets in the way and it says, you know, you got to grow your business. You got to do this. You got to, you know, you have to make sure, you know, all, all of these things that really in the scheme of things don't really matter, but I'm having the conversations where, you know, even if I help five people, but you know, you know, maybe five people will reach out, but I'm sure more people are getting value out of it, especially as I'm having conversations with people, um, not only within my circle, but people I don't even know. Um, They, you know, that's incredible, you know, putting it, taking and impacting five lives, like in a positive way. I agree with you. And it's a big responsibility as well, because, um, when I started, because I finally put my company together a few years ago, I, you know, I had people coming in our lives, even when we were teenagers, actually, we had people coming in our lives and we we're laughing with my sisters. I'm like, you know, it's funny. We don't even have to move from our house because everybody's coming in and everybody always had questions and we always answered it. It was natural for us, but we always yeah. thought that was funny. It's like, okay. And through my life, I have met people, they were always at their crossroad and just give them the wisdom and the feedback they needed. And that was their choice. At the end of the day, I learned um, way a long time ago, you know, you don't tell them what to do. You just give them those advices and this is not your life, it's theirs. So yeah. they decide at the end of the, at the, end of the day. Um, when I started my business, as, as I said, I sat down, I started with the blog, actually. I did not even do the podcast. The podcast was on my groceries list. What I call my groceries list is people call it a vision board. Me, I just do a simple groceries list and stick it into the uh, kitchen cabinet. I'm like, okay, this is what I would like to see happening yeah. for me. And podcast wasn't there. So I started to do the, um, the blog first and I started maybe two to three times a week and the universe started to push me and said, no, you need to do it on a daily basis. I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about on a daily basis? I have no idea, but I started to do that. And it was in February, I think, uh, the following year that I was in the kitchen and all of a sudden the page was on the kitchen (laughs) cupboard started to move on its own. There were no wind, there were nothing. So I turned around and I'm like, okay, what are you trying to show me? 
And that's what I decided to say, okay, I look at it. And the first thing I saw on that list was podcast. I'm like, fine, I'm going to go and figure it out. I said, never done a podcast, <laughs> never did that at all. I'm like, I have no idea. Well, again, when you go into the unknown, like I said to people, when you start to go into the unknown, you do one step, the universe will do 10 towards you. So type on the computer how to do podcast, got everything under my thumb right there. I'm like, okay, do this, download this, do this. Okay, started to do the podcast. But it comes with, like you said, it comes with a responsibility. It's like mm. you have to take it seriously because the information and even when you get conversation with um, the collaboration you do with everybody else's, there is a message and people yeah. will hear it. Some are going to just listen like as entertaining and say, hey, it's fun, my Emma is funny today. Woohoo, she go crazy again. And some people will say, yes, this is what I'm looking at, an answer. And I got an answer. So you yeah. have to be mindful and respectful in the same times. And it is something that sometimes it's like, you know, it's fun to do it, but can I have fun? Can I do something else? But it's like, no, it's part of what the universe wants you to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to take it seriously and yeah, I mean, continue to it, develop. Even if like, you know, if you think about it, you know, there's people that have churches that, you know, if you have 30 people in your church and, you know, say you have people that are genuinely listening to you like a pastor, mm -hmm. like a, you know, you know, someone that, you know, they go to for maybe a perspective on life. Yeah. That's an enormous responsibility, whether you advertise your, yourself as that or not. I definitely don't. But I know just <clears throat> off of people that follow me, they, you know, they value what I say. They value mm -hmm. my perspective. You know, I always generally say, you know, this is my opinion. This is my perspective based off my yeah. life experience. I intentionally try not to put, put statistics out there and like try to portray myself as someone that knows it all and, you know, this and that. You know, the, the main thing is, is to keep it fun, keep it a conversation, but keep it, it open-minded with my personal realization and responsibility to say, hey, you know, yeah, we're going to keep it fun, but I'm going to be mindful that some things that I say are going to be taken seriously. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure I put my, my thoughts out there as accurately as possible. And are they subject to change? Of course, you know, that's part of life, but. Yeah, that's part of the growth. And that's yeah. what people need to understand too. It's like we're growing and maturing. What uh, your thoughts were maybe six months ago will slightly change or not. But again, this is, this is you. So it's nice to, you know, like I said, you're extremely grounded. You got a good connection with the universe. The wisdom that comes out of your mouth uh, will be generally from uh, somebody from the universe who has a message, which is nice. And yes, we, we have to be humble with it. And I'm very humble with everything I've, uh, I have as a gift because even though the life I've lived so far is... An interesting one, an unorthodox one, I will say. <laughs> one that you will say, oh my God, what the heck? I've seen things that probably most people would say she needs to go into a white padded room right now because that's not possible. I have seen uh, stuff that will scare the crap of half of the people or give them a heart attack. And really? at the end of, yeah, really. Do you want to give me you. a couple of examples? If not, you don't have to. I mean, I, well, I guess this uh, is a podcast. <laughs> no, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, for me, it's like a the, the, this podcast, it's a conversation. So 
uh, I think the, the things that I saw the most was uh, entities and uh, I'm like mm. a, what I'm going to call it a hound dog. I am somebody who can see if somebody has an entity on them. And it happened wow. several years ago. Um, I had, yeah, I, see, I can't do that. I, I, that would traumatize me. Why is that? Trust I think me. God, I think Trust God me, gives me, I think God gives me what I can handle. <laughs> you know? Cause I cannot, me, I cannot I, I, handle that. It, it, trust me, it is. There is some few things that I've seen. I'm telling you, you would have had a freaking heart attack. But this one was an interesting one because um, there was somebody that I worked uh, for, uh, and um, he had. A, we're talking voodoo. He had a, a girl who was so infatuated with him. She went and probably spent about fifty grand. And I don't know how many spirits she put it on him, but he was just uh, quote unquote sorry for the bad word a shit show. The guy was upside down. And that's what I said. I, I witnessed voodoo and I'm like, what the crap? And the guy was becoming so obsessed about that girl. I knew something was up. So my spirit at night, I don't sleep. I, I travel and I do I see visions. And uh, I started to look more into him. I said, something is wrong. And uh, I had something that happened. So the... The person who did that sorcerer or that priest, I will not call it a priest, but I'm going to call it a sorcerer at this point. That woman who did that, I saw her on my vision because she tried to scare the crap out of me. She appeared as an old woman and she had a boa. There was a boa constructor she had around her. And she really, she tried, tried to attack me and that did not work actually, physically attacked me during the night. And uh, I saw the spirit then she sent to him. That absolutely, I never saw somebody that beautiful. That was the spirit she sent it to him. And I actually, uh, I have a tendency to do that, beat the crap of that, um, um, what do you call it, priestess in my uh, vision, because I'm like, you're not, if you approach me, I will crap, I will beat the crap out of you. Kick your ass. I will put, oh yes, and I did. And by the morning I woke up, I'm like, oh shit, no shit. I pick up the phone, talk to a friend of mine. I said, we got a situation here. We verified it. And that's what was happening. So I see things that will scare wow. the crap out of you. I have seen others who have done things. I'm like, just to scare you. I'm like, you're not scaring me, sister. I said, bring it on because you have no idea who I am. But again, it's, it's a world that if you're listening, really, if people were sharing stories, I'm telling you, you will sleep with one eye open. It's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's, it's very, very scary. So yeah, it depends how they appear to you. It's, as I said, I've seen entities uh, attacking me. I've seen a lot of things happening in my life. And I would say, I even woke up with the mark on me, which is even scarier. So yeah, one. I'm, God, thank you for, <laughs> it's gonna be traumatizing uh, for No, no, no. I'm thank you for not. <laughs> like giving me that stuff because for you I, i'm not that strong i i don't think no i think maybe you know i think maybe as i get older <clears throat> because i do know my dad i think he uh <clears throat> he can feel he can like he'll sit in a room well he'll sit in a room he'll pray he'll have you mm -hmm. know these experiences yep. Yep. with you know yep. spirits and people being there and he'll be completely mm -hmm. fine with it i think as yep. i grow in my spirituality um, you know, those things will happen to me, but yes. right oh, now, you will. You will. You would right be now I am not really going to, I, I, I'm not there yet. I'm still maturing. No. And, mm -mm. Sense, yeah, and, but, and know. trust me, the, the first few attack I had was when I was younger. So it's to me, it's like, uh, um, 
I'm not going to say it's normal because for most people it's not. One thing that helped me, well, yeah, well, it's not, for me, it's normal because I'm part of that world. Okay. Okay? So for me, what I'm talking, it will traumatize uh, a a lot of people. It will say, yeah, she's nuts. She needs to go to the padded room. But no, it's not. Uh, A lot of people don't understand that this is real. This is not, you know, oh, it's an imagination. I'm like, no, No, you have to leave it. I'm telling you, it it happened to me. Then I woke up, I had the mark around my neck and I almost died a few times but again the prayers that helped me was the um, our father actually I, I, I recited this this is one of the things that they will get off of me because that's that's how you you save yourself in one way when you get attacked by spirits because one thing you said if you start to say the prayers of you know our father who are in heaven and they're like e-e, they leave you alone and they will attack you again but that's you know that's the interesting part of it but you have to, you know, you have to go stronger. And I, I read two books. Uh, one, it was Padre Pio, because I always had a connection with Padre Pio, who was um, um, a monk. And he is, he's in Italy. He passed away a long time ago. So for me, uh, Padre Pio was being attacked by the demons. And you could see he was bleeding from his hands, from uh, Nicolette uh, Jesus, um, around the head, the hands, the feet. So he was a very holy man. And he always helped me along the way because that's what kept me insane. It's at at some point when you see what you see or you flip a switch and turn nuts or you try to bring some sanity in there and just said, okay, am I the only one that happens to me? And I read a couple of books. So Padre Pio was one of them. And I read another one from, uh, I forgot her name. She was in France. Um, Marta, I think it's Marta. I don't remember the name. I don't have the book under my eyes right now. But uh, same thing. She was being attacked uh, by uh, demons, and same thing. So the, reading this kind of feel like okay, bring you back the I'm not perspective. Alone, kind of, yeah. You're not alone, and you're not nuts. I'm like okay, I'm not crazy. I don't see them every day, but I see them in my vision. I see things. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I understand that. So it's, it's a question of, you know, understanding and be stay grounded and staying at peace. As I said, I want to know when you work with such, yeah, I want to know your perspective on something. Okay. So I was thinking about this yesterday. I've thought about it before, but, um, you know, some people, they say, you know, spirits aren't real. God is not real. People use, you know, these things as coping mechanisms. The spiritual world does not exist, blah, blah, blah. Everything's material. We can go on and on, right? Um, there's a lot of people that like just use their frontal lobe and their front logical mm-hmm. mathematical brain and they might only use it and are very intellectual mm-hmm. and they are uh, unable to tap into their spiritual selves. Yeah. And I feel as though a lot of people, especially when they've had a certain level of success using one part of their brain or one specific um, mentality of math, computer science, you know, these Mm -hmm. people that are super successful, because they are unable to tap into that other aspect, they, their ego will not allow them to think that it exists because they're so, um, kind of not inclined in that area what do you well, think about that the problem okay so first and that's a lot of things that's an, uh, that's an opinion and a question you like how i did that no but that's <laughs> that's very good i like it because actually 
the ego should be serving the spirit. And a lot of people don't do that. My ego is basically flat. It's dormant. Because I told my ego well long time ago, and I used my ego when I was a teenager. I was like, I don't believe in God, blah, blah, blah. But everything was happening to me, but I still do not like you, God, because if, I, you, know, if you were there, you would have helped me. You yeah. get your phases. Now, yeah, for sure. people who are you know, driven through their ego, which is all material, life, material world, everything is here, nothing else exists, the ego will not allow you to go to your spirit because the ego is afraid. The ego is afraid because if you let your spirit in, then the ego is going to die. And, and that's, 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 you control, the control. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And that is not what is supposed to happen. I broke the glass ceiling way long time ago and made peace with the universe, with my path, because my path was so there were so many obstacles and stuff like that, but I tapped into the spirit world to help me. The ego world doesn't want the, the, the what do you call it? The spirit to exist. The mm-hmm. spirit is non-existent. The only thing they want is to get you in that little box and mm-hmm. you stay in that box because it's safe, because mm-hmm. you can control what is in mm-hmm. the box. The spirit world, you cannot control, meaning you go into uncharted territory. Let's say you want to start a new business. Then you go into uncharted territory, put a plan, put a vision. This is what I want. You see the end product, but you don't, you don't control the how. Yeah. And the hardest part with people is the how. Because people want to control everything. Mm-hmm. If you relinquish that control, then you work with spirit. If you do not, then you work with the ego. But that doesn't mean you're going to be successful. That's going to be you're going to spend more time maybe at work, more stress. Because instead of making your path easier with the spirit, when you work in yeah. co-creating with spirit, I'm setting up maybe, okay, uh, like the podcast. I, I did the podcast. I had no idea how big it's going to be. I had no idea. And I didn't want it to advertise. I said, it's going to go organically because for me, marketing is a shooting crap. You miss or you, it's a hit. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to go organically because I want people to l- listen from around the world. I'm going to make it free because for me, it's a way to give back. And yeah. I let it work. I did not control anything. I just posted and I said, who's going to listen is going to listen. Yeah. And that grow by itself. I let the universe guide it. I did not yeah. try to put a marketing on. I did not try to overcrowd it and do things that wouldn't work. And I knew it. But I let spirit do the work. Yeah. That's not my job. That's the spirit. Um, the ego world only see the shiny object. That's my problem with the ego world. I see a shiny object. I'm going to grab it. And then, like a kid. I'm done to play with it. I'm going to throw it onto the ground and I'm going to run for the next one and I'm going to climb the ladder. I'm going to climb on somebody else's top of the head to reach it. And it's like, if you think about it, the ego doesn't care. The ego is a self-centered me. I want this, even if it's not for my highest good. I want that job. I want that promotion. I want that person. I want that car, even if it's not even the right car for me. And I am not gonna look for what is for my highest good yeah that's the problem with the ego yeah and it's forcing thing have you ever realized if um and people should relate to it let's say that you are uh you're looking for a promotion there is a promotion coming right there somewhere over the rainbow and you see a new position coming out and you're like oh i want to be promoted to this job and you're gonna go for it but deep inside 
the intent, your intent are wrong because, oh, I want it because it's a manager. So I'm going to be superior to everybody so I can boss everybody around and yeah. more money and more this and more that. At the end of the day, it doesn't mean you're going to get it because maybe somebody else is going to get it because they're supposed to get it. Yeah. Or you could get it. And I saw it in the past and they are stuck where they are because they cannot move. They cannot go lateral move or go up. That's it. They're stuck because they took the wrong position. This is based on ego. If you go with your spirit, um, you have, you, well, you go with the winning team to start with, but you're going to do the things differently. You're going to see uh, you're not in competition with anyone. I am my biggest competitor. I don't have anybody else to compete against me. I'm competing against myself. So yeah. I'm going to push myself beyond the limits and I'm going to look at what is for me. So let's say I want uh, a new house. Okay, I want a new house. What do I want? And I'm going to go with my dream house. I'm not going to say, okay, Paul across the street has that house. I wanted it. Yeah, exactly. Like what, what are the things about a house that you genuinely like exactly. and want? People and go, if you, go yeah. ahead. If you do that for every aspect of your life, then you're opening the door for infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that because they are in a rat race thinking that we're all competing with each other. I'm like, no, we don't. We have parallel lives. Like you got your podcast. I got my podcast. We're talking about different things. So what we're doing, reach different people. We're doing things that are seems parallel, but we're not competing. We're complete. We're complementing each other. We're not competing. Mm-hmm. If you remove the competition aspects of it, you would see it. But people don't realize that because they are so subject to when they grow up. Well, my parents want me to be a doctor. Okay. So I have to be number one because they told me, so they taught me. But that doesn't mean that should be the right path for you at all. You could be maybe a designer. You could be a marketing, whatever. You could be an actor, whatever you want to be. But no. it depends how you've been conditioned. And the problem with the ego, the ego doesn't want to relinquish the power. Yeah. And I told people, I said, being spiritual, that doesn't mean you're going to live under a bridge. Being spiritual, you could be a billionaire. There is people who are billionaires and they are extremely spiritual, but they give back. Yeah. That's the difference. It's like, is seeing the world, you can make the money. Making the money is not a problem. It's giving back. How you and make the money too. Well, how you make the money? Because if you're spiritual, you know you will make it right. So unless yeah. you're totally twisted and you will be a problem. But spiritual doesn't mean you have to live poor under a bridge. That is not what it is. Spiritual mm-hmm. is being connected with the universe, worked in co-creation with the universe, and do what is for the highest good and the highest good of everyone. That's the difference between spirit and ego. Mm-hmm. And you get more, way more opportunities with the spirit than the ego. The ego is very narrow and it doesn't give you a room to really create what you want. It yeah. doesn't. So It's crazy. And it, if know. you tap into it, the earlier you tap into it, you know, the more, uh, the more you'll grow and the more you'll be more successful than maybe if you chose the other path that was superficially you felt like was the right path. like. You know, for me, I I, uh, I grew up in a very, um, you know, 
my parents, other than, like relative to their brothers and sisters, my parents were very open-minded and very spiritual, which I mm-hmm. think goes how I was raised in the sense of, you know, the rest of my family, you know, you have to be a doctor, engineer, you have yep. to, you know, you have to do this and that. But for my parents, you know, they said, you know, it's cool. You know, we, we, as long as you're not a bum, as long as you're working hard, you know, these, exactly. these, things, these things we want you to do, but guess what? You know, we're not going to put things in your head that, you know, may not be the right fit for you. So for me as a kid, you know, I wasn't told what I needed. So I looked at my life objectively. I said, okay, you know, what can I, like the, the concept of helping other people was like just the natural thing. Like I remember in fourth grade, I was like, okay, I want to help people. That's my purpose in life. Yeah. You know, I liked making people laugh in class, you know, it feels good to help mm-hmm. people. And it's a gift that is, it's a good feeling and it's a gift that serves other people. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to help people, but how am I going to do that? You know, am I going to be a, a, you know, a comedian? Nah, I don't think I want to be a comedian. I want, I want people to, you know, value what I say so that, you know, I can help them once mm-hmm. I have the knowledge. Right. So I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe I can be, you know, a business person, but also, you know, have my comedy tie into that. And like, for me, that really, like, like that thought was a thought that came from pure, like wanting to help people. And there was, there was like, at that time, I had absolutely no knowledge of one, how to get there. And two, that that occupation or career existed and, Mm -hmm. and what path to even take to get there. But because I did it out of a good nature, you know, the path starts to unfold as you get older. Obviously my timing was a little bit later in life and will still be later in life, but you know, early on, you look at these short term metrics. um, And, you know, you could get swayed by them, you could say, well, you know, what, like, what do I want to be? I want to be a business person that makes people laugh and help people. How how, Mm -hmm. how are you going to do that in elementary school, middle school, high school, like, there is no path to that. But, you know, if you do things with a good heart, you know, eventually, you know, if you stay disciplined in, you know, what you do, you know, the universe will help you out. Well, and you know, it was interesting when you said, because me, you could ask me when I was even in high school and afterwards, what you would do in your life. I had no idea. Actually, you at least had something. You already knew you wanted to help people. The form it happens, the universe made it sure that even like you said, it was later on in your life, they traced it back because they knew what you needed to do. So you had to experience and do your experience first, then provided you with the right tools for you to reach people out the way you're supposed to do it. And again, you know, I said that earlier, it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. It's not, again, I always say that it's not a drive through people, your life and your life purpose and how you're going to grow and mature. You can be successful at any age, uh, you can maybe start in your teens and maybe you're going to be really see your success when you're in your 40s and 50s. It doesn't matter the age. It's the journey and the growth and what you're going to continue to bring to others. That's the huge difference. And in college, though, you know, if, if you don't have your life figured out in college, oh. you know, it's just the fun. And for me, as someone that, you know, has been blessed to look at things 
mm-hmm. you know, objectively, I literally was like, am I really deciding what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, it seemed so ridiculous. But, yeah. um, you know, for a lot of other people, they're like, no, I have to get this good grade. And, you know, I have to get the because then I'll get this job. And then, you know, I can make $50,000 a year. And then mm-hmm. I'll have money to stay for retirement. And then yeah. I won't have any suffering in my life. I'm like, that sounds like suffering. But if you're doing it with a good heart, if you're doing it because you genuinely like the occupation, you know, it provides Mm -hmm. you the, the, you know, the things that you need, but don't address it from a scarcity and fear and, you know, that sort of mentality. But, you know, some people, you know, they, they just, but for me, I was just like, this seems like, it seems really, really strange that, you know, at 20, at 20 years old, I have to decide what I want to do. You know, I was like, you know, God willing, you know, I'm going to live for a long time. You know, statistically, I'll be okay. So let me position myself where I can do something for the rest of my life that I enjoy, that helps other people. Exactly. And and a lot of people are more driven, but if I make the money, they are worried about the money. And one of the things, like you said, is what thoughts are you projecting into the world, into the universe? We, at any, any given time during day or night, are sending messages to the universe. And the universe doesn't have a sense of humor, meaning everything you said, did take it as face value. Mm-hmm. So if you live in fears, and then you're calling the universe and I say, well, Iman, today is living in fear of not having enough money, blah, blah, blah. Well, we're going to show her because that's what she's asking for. When you change your perspective and that broken tune you're playing in your head and shift from I don't have money to I have plenty of money, I have a great job. Even if you're not sure about what kind of job you're going to get, I have a fantastic mate, my life is great. Then the universe is going to say, okay, my wants to experience it. She's experiencing it right now because she doesn't speak in a future tense, but in present tense. So she's already experiencing it. Then we're going to do and it shall be. So, you know, your way of doing things is based on what your goal is and you don't even know the form because you let the universe put the forms in place for you. And that's what people should be doing. And I think it's the hardest part for people to to do that. I remember one year uh, I was, um, I said, I want to find my dream job. And I did not even say what it was. I said, I want to find my dream job. I did actually. He came, landed on me on my lap, and I was like, holy crap, even better than I thought. This is where you see miracles. This is where you realize I am a magician. I am an alchemist. I am an alchemist because I can co create with the universe and I let the universe do it. Now, again, it's not on my timing, it's on the timing of the universe. So if the fantastic job that I want is maybe two to three months ahead or maybe six months depends on how the universe kind of, you know, put it together for me, then I'm going to go about my business, but I'm going to feel it every day. I'm going to feel I have my dream job and the universe is going to bring it to me one way or the other. And you did the same way. You just stated, I want to help people. Well, you never said the how, the why, and the why not. Oh, I had you no let idea. The universe. Exactly. And that's yeah. what is great because you kept an open mind and the universe brought you what you needed to do and will continue actually to elevate you and to bring you where you need to be to continue to reach more people. That's, that's the beauty of it. It's listening to your spirit, having faith and believing in ourselves because that's faith another thing important. too. Oh, yes. Faith in an faith, open mind. 
open mind and believing in ourselves because a lot of people and i've met some uh, very interesting people uh one day i was at uh, a meeting and i had a lady uh we're talking and i said yeah i do a blog blah, blah, blah. i'm like oh you do a blog i said i love to to write a romance novel i'm like well why don't you do that i said you know you can uh have a website build up in like five minutes and you can start to blog and i said you can even put a fake name you can find a fake name and just start to publish this way i'm like yeah. Now, in today's day, you go on Amazon, you can publish your own book. You don't have to send it and have it reviewed by anybody. You can publish it. Oh, but mm -hmm. I'm afraid of what people will think. I'm like, well, dear, if you give your powers away to everybody else's, you're not going to go anywhere. But your spirit is telling you right now, how you need to write. And people are afraid. It's like, who cares? When I started the blogs, and even I never said I was a major in literature or anything like that. I don't. I just write. I had people yeah. reading us. I said, oh, it's very well written. I said, it's not me. It's the universe. Don't ask. I'm just, I'm just communicate. That's it. Same thing with the podcast. I'm, like, I'm doing it, but it's not like, oh, my God. It's, you know, it's like, take it easy. Be, be in a moment. Be there. And use the tools that have been brought up to you to do it. So, and continue yeah. to expand your skills. Be open. Be open. People wait till it's perfect. People wait till they have all the resources. You know, for me, well, I was like, let me just start. Like, who cares? So here's another thing. Being a master in the field you want to be in, you start as, a, first of all, I call it as a student of life. Then you're going to go messy and you become a journeyman. And maybe it's going to take you 20 years, but you go messy. You have to come with an open mind and say, I'm going messy. I don't know what I'm doing. The first few podcasts I did, I had no clue what I was doing. And then as I did, I started to progress and understand more how I'm supposed to work, how, you know, microphone, what, everything else, and it make yeah. it better and better. But of course. you cannot have perfection. Perfection doesn't come like that. And I, like a chef, ask a chef, what was his first dish? And if he did not burn that, it will tell you. I said, I burned many of my fishes. I burned many of my, uh, you know, of um, <laughs> And trial and, I was and error. To deliver and well, you, know else. you know what's funny though, no? because school has given us the um, the psychological state that we have to study something and be good before we start. Have you? Isn't that an interesting philosophy? And, and that's so wrong. That's so, so wrong. wrong. And it's so much more time consuming if you think about it. Instead yes. of failing as fast as possible. Yeah, because you will fail in your first job. People regardless. have. <laughs> <laughs> you prepare or not, <laughs> you're going to suck regardless. And yeah, that's the yeah. funny thing. People start their job and they're like, I literally am using nothing I learned in school. Yes, exactly. What you're learning is just some skill sets and tools you got. But when you're on a job, it's totally different. And people, exactly like you said, don't realize that. You, you will learn more with, uh, and I learn more on, on a job than I learn at school, actually, because yeah. the, oh, yeah. you're a student, we're all students of life and whatever they taught you behind, you know, uh, when you're sitting on the school and those theory and everything else, this is not what's happening in real life. It's totally different. So you need to be open-minded and flexible when you go to, um, you learn to, uh, you, on your first job or not. Like, uh, because I, I'm an analytical person too, not only spiritual, but analytical person, which helps a lot actually uh, on everything I've done. And this year I had, because of the pandemic, I had an opportunity to finally pass some of the certification. I, Good Lord. I've been using like Six Sigma for the past 20 years, but never passed the certification. 
And I was, it was funny to pass it because it's like, yeah, they gave you the theory on things, on how it works, but the practice comes when you're on a job and yeah. really adapt. Understanding that a company where you're working work a different way. So you need to learn how a company works before you can make changes. And a lot of people don't understand that. Of course. But failure is a way to teach you a lesson as well. Failure mm -hmm. is. And I think if you don't have any failure in your life, well, you're the luckiest person in the world. But I'd rather learn with every failure I had or wrong direction I took. I learned something. I always did. Yeah. So Yeah, it's never action is never the wrong decision to make. It's never the right move. It's never the wrong move. Yeah, and it's how you yeah, because we always said, you know, you cannot control your outer conditions at all. You can't. And people think they can, but you can't. If you stop to do that, that would be awesome. But it's how you react to it. And yeah. your reaction will, um, will modify, actually, your outer conditions. And a lot mm -hmm. of people don't realize that. So let's say if you go into a meeting room and you got uh, a heated conversation with someone, or you can elevate and make it even worse, or you step back and listen to them and say, okay, I will get back to you later on. So you cool off and have that conversation again later on when everybody is calm so you can hear each other. And a lot of people don't do that. So that's one of the examples to even personal relationship. Some people go straight for the jugular. <laughs> it's nah, like, that's really counterproductive. It is, but people think if you retreat, it's a sign of weakness, which is not. It's a sign to me of being wise. So you yeah. calm uh, that negative energy, you're removing it, and you calm down so you can see and hear the person. But a lot of people have a tendency to just go crazy. So there's sometimes nothing we can do about that. So It's funny yeah. how like tomorrow's a new day. You know, tomorrow's a new day. You wake, yes. you go to sleep. You wake up, yep. mm -hmm. you like for me, like the thought of being mad at someone for more than a day is like, wow, they had to have done something like, but even then I'm just like, what am I going to do about it? If I can't control it, then why am I holding on to that? I had to learn this because I had a hot temper, you know, Italian people, we do have a temper and even the, um, the north african side of me too so we we have hot tempers and i think the more i got probably pissed was an entire week actually <laughs> wow and, and that was pushing the buttons i'm telling you i went into a, but a also very the, big rage so yeah but also like i think that's a reflection of where i'm at sometimes like if i'm mad for that long like i generally like Maybe I'm already in a low state and maybe they triggered it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was already maybe mad at my circumstances or it was just a combination yeah. of a lot of things. It's just like if I'm very uh, in a good spot in my life, you know, financially, you know, things are going well, I'm doing yeah. okay, bills are paid, then it's very difficult for me to be angry for an extended period of time. Exactly. I have extreme mm -hmm. gratitude. Well, me now, when I start to get uh, a little riled up, I have my spirit reminding me and I start to laugh, actually. Sometimes, so same. I don't get, That's funny. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, get, I don't get mad. I'm like, I'm starting to get mad and also I start to laugh and I turn it into a good sense of humor. Yeah, and I release, because he realizes it's not a big that, deal. Yeah, 
No, yeah, and it's like my, my, my spirit is telling me, okay, Emma, that's enough. You get your one second of madness. Let's switch it. So I start to laugh. And yeah, I do the same under funny. stress because I, uh, I used to work on a very stressful on, <laughs> environment in corporate world. And I always, always under high stress, so everybody scream, yell, and they're like, it's the end of the world and we're all going to jump from the building. I'm the only one laughing, actually. Yeah, it's a good coping. <laughs> it's a great laughing? coping mechanism. It is a great coping because it helps you actually. And uh, I say that, uh, and I will continue to say that to people. When you laugh, you're bringing the oxygen in your body, which is mean your adrenal are not going to go into survival mode, your muscle not going to tense, and you're yeah. going to relax because you bring that inner that uh, oxygen into your brain. So, yeah. and in the same time when you're laughing. Um, you're calmer and you can see the exit you need to take. You can see the solution yeah. compared to if you were like that upset and that tense. But yeah, I do that a lot. I laugh a lot. Actually. That's funny. So, well, yeah, you have to do it. One or the other, you have to do it. If not, you turn yourself nuts. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't. I know. I'd rather laugh. <laughs> you have to it's life i mean life like i mean we're already so blessed like there's really nothing to actually be genuinely mad about so it's very difficult no and and i think everybody should be counting their blessing even if you got nothing and i say to people in the life that i come from we we were poor we were freaking dirt poor and uh i count every single day my blessings i have learned to uh, you know, the food on the tables, anything, a simple thing. Maybe you see something, uh, take the time to sit in a room at home and look what you've got around and just be blessed for what you've got. Yeah. Because that's what we should be doing, being blessed and be humble of what we've got. So that mm -hmm. opens the door for a lot of things. And we need to be reminded of that, actually. A lot of people should. And even if you, if you live in a Western country, if you live in America, if you live, you know, in Canada and in a lot of these places, you know, even if you have nothing, you have hope when in other yes. countries and other environments, if you have nothing, you have nothing and you really, you might have hope, but there's levels to hope. And a lot of these other places, yeah. they're not, there's not a happy ending for a lot of these places, unfortunately. No. Uh, I was inspired by the uh, last uh, boy um, that was in Sudan, if I'm right. Those kids who are not so inspiring, they started to walk, basically, uh, and there was a genocide, actually. And those last boy uh, started to walk because they, were, they had nothing else. And they walked thousands of miles. Uh, one went to a different country, and they walked back, actually, too. But... Uh, it's amazing because they started to walk to give themselves hope to go somewhere. Yeah, I remind myself, um, I had a very bad car crash in 1985, actually, that changed the course of my life. That was one of the biggest change I had in my life. And during that time of challenge, I did not for myself. I could have become a victim because I was watching people around me like, oh, poor Emma, poor Emma. What is wrong with those people? And I'm like, no. I said, there's people who are in a worse shape than I am. And they are doing yeah. better than I am. So I'm going to quiet down, which I did. I used a different word. You shut up. And I'm going to shut up. And I'm going to do what I got to do. And that's yeah. what I did. I said, remind yourself that think there's people in worse condition than me. And they do better. What is wrong with me? Yeah. Keep it up, sister. Move it up. 
kick your butt. So yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's like giving yourself that hope. And sometimes, yes, you hard to have hope, but find that little uh, spark inside of you and that dreams. I think dreamings, and that's the biggest thing you can do to help yourself to elevate your energy and get going. Even if you don't see, and I say that to people, even if you're in the middle of darkness, middle, middle of changes like we are right now, you lost your job, you don't know how you're going to eat uh, or what kind of food you're going to get on your table, see yourself having it. When I started here, um, I had what two jobs and I didn't know, even know how I paid bills because even with the two jobs, I could not even make hands meet. And I did. I never ask. I never ask. I thanks the universe. I always may, saw myself paying the bills and I live modestly and I made it. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm like the power of the mind. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. It's the power of the mind. You can do miracles with it, but you need to be resilient and you really need to... Uh, uh, feel that lion inside of you and just do it. So that's, okay. yeah, that's what we do. So we do, we it is to. deep. We're all going to cry now. <laughs> <laughs> we went deep, yo. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so true. It's so true. It we can, but we got to. That, that's inspire. This is an inspiration for people as well because it's giving the hope. It's like, guys, hope is not an illusion. It's there. But sometimes the universe takes a little longer because perfect synchronicity cannot get everything on due time. So, you know, sometimes there is delays. There is hope, but perfect synchronicity sometimes Mm. takes time to have things achieve. And we need to understand that. Well, people want things overnight. Yeah, but sometimes there is delays as well. When things yeah. are not, uh, you know, when you try to move the entire chessboard that is our lives to align it perfectly, sometimes you're going to feel like a puppet dingling in the, you know, in the air. You cannot move. You cannot do anything. You get frustrated. And that happens to me a few times. And it's like you have to breathe in and say, okay, universe, I am here. Do not forget about me. I'm still here dingling like a puppet. Come on. Yeah. And, you know, be patient, but you will be rewarded. Um, every time I got a delay in everything I've done, I always had more than I wanted for, than the yeah. universe gave it to me. So hope is, is, is real. It's not a fake thing. It's what gets us going. Yeah. Definitely. I, uh, I can tell a story like, you know, I moved to Los Angeles probably, um, I think it's about two, almost two years now, not, not fully two years. And um, I came here, I had no money, like no mm-hmm. money. But um, I, you know, essentially, inter- like I was applying to a ton of different companies, a ton of mm-hmm. different um, jobs. And I got one job, it was for a life insurance company. And uh, it was a commission only company. Mm-hmm literally like they hired me and then I was like, okay, I'm moving. So I moved. It was like a really hard job, you know, say it like all mm-hmm. commission. Like it was a very difficult job, but I met incredible people part of being part of the company. And, you know, I was able to pay my bills and, mm-hmm. um, you know, scrape by and, um, you know, I ended up not working there anymore, but still kept in contact, met like some of my best friends here through there. And now I work and I do like 
uh, production photography videography for the new insurance company that they work for and nice you know i it's just like weird how you know if you go and you say hey guess what i don't know anything about this you know this mm-hmm. new state because i was coming from portland oregon very calm environment la very stressful i didn't have any money didn't <laughs> yes. know it didn't know yeah. anybody um, working a commission only job. If you didn't get that sale, you were not eating, you were not paying your bills. Um, and just like having that, like, you know what, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but guess what, you know, I'm going to make the best out of it. And then, you know, just making the best out of your situation, having the courage, Mm -hmm. having the hope to say, guess what, you know, God, God was the only thing I had at that particular time. So, you know, spiritually I had to make sure I was in tune or else I was Mm -hmm. not going to survive. Yeah. Um, So, you know, having that perspective on things, if you go at it with that sense of hope, that sense of courage, that sense of, um, you know, just saying, you know, Hey, guess what? You know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It will pay off eventually. I know. And that's, that's what you did. Yeah. It's crazy. It does. And, and I know it's crazy, but if you look back at, you know, where you started and where you are today, look at the blessing and look how, how the universe works its magic because you started one way and now you're doing a different things and it's becoming bigger and bigger, which is awesome. It's like, okay, so it works. But yeah. the road you took was, you know, you did not saw the overall picture. At that time, yeah. you just went, started in the unknown, did your first step. Okay, I'm moving in. I'm doing this job, and let's see where it's going. So you let the universe do. Um, op- you open actually, you open the door to the opportunities instead than trying to stay focused on something else. You just opened it. That that's yep. what people need to do. And-, and it taught me something that I was really bad at. Like, oh, sh- your your audio cut out. And it's, it makes. You already cut out for a second. Okay. Go back to. Uh, oh, yeah, I did because yeah, because I I, I just sent somebody calling now. <laughs> like, no, oh, got do it. Not call. It's like no. Uh, sorry. So I don't even remember where I was in my little uh, chat chat. No, I lost it. I lost my train of you're thoughts. In, you're in a stream oh. of uh, consciousness. I was. I was right there, and then I got thrown out of it. Like ping. Oh, but also, <laughs> um, I, so because I took that job. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned something that I really despised, which was sales. You know, the negative connotation uh, of sales, go. right? Yes. But guess what? I was in hundreds of sales meetings and mm-hmm. I learned that, you know, sales was not manipulation and sales became something that I was comfortable with and putting my myself out there and saying, hey, this is who I am. This is our product. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And it was something that um, just structuring things, making sure I communicate properly, having confidence behind my product or service, Mm -hmm. uh, handling the pressure of, you know, that comes with being in a sales meeting, being able to communicate effectively. Um, Ironically, these things that I learned there that were uncomfortable at first facilitated and helped me within my podcast within the business I opened later on so it's funny how things work if you come into them with an open mind and you just make the best out of them because if I hadn't worked there man I I don't know what it'd be very difficult to to do a lot of these other things or do them well 
exactly and well that's why it's like when as i said like you said you open the doors of opportunities just by keeping a mind open and learning and a lot of people are not doing this they are more inclined to stay where they are do their own little routine but expand we are like our spirits are like diamonds we have so many facets uh and discovering them it's what the journey that we're doing every day so you at least knew you didn't like the sales but you kept and you 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 learn all of the uh how to deliver a speech how to communicate uh doing the, those sales meetings which is great because you learn stuff and you're applying it everything i've learned since uh, over 20 plus years uh i'm using it every day mm -hmm. so you you know if people realize that then they will be more inclined to learn and expand their learning and knowledge which will be they will surprise them because I've been told when I was younger then I suck at writing I would be doing nothing and I'm writing and I'm doing podcasts and I'm doing a bunch of stuff that at the beginning they said well you suck at everything so forget it I'm like yeah okay not gonna happen people see me yeah for real <laughs> for real but it's yeah funny. but it, you know, but that's true. I'm telling you, there was a, an old teacher. It was a retired teacher that was only teaching for the poor people because that was her thing. And uh, mm -hmm. she said solemnly one day, I'm like, oh, somebody die or what? And she told me, she said, I cannot help you. I've done everything I could, but there's nothing I can do to help you. And in my head, the only thing oh. that came for us, oh, I'm going to get a beat up from mommy dearest. She's going to be mad at me. And it was the only thing. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh yeah, she was pissed, but yeah, she couldn't help me. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm, I suck at it, if what you said, but I don't believe you. I'm like, nah, yeah. well, tuck, tuck. but you know what? A lot of people will hear it and believe, believe it. it. And that's and the problem. It's like, listen to your, yeah, listen to your spirit and go with the flow. That's all. Confidence is, to is so important too. And belief and hope, like there's so many, like when I was doing bad in school, you know, I was putting these different programs and just like, my grades were bad and I knew no one believed in me, but I didn't really care. I just didn't care about the work. It wasn't that yeah. I was dumb and it wasn't because I, you know, wasn't hardworking. I was just like, man, I don't know why I'm learning this, but you know, in retrospect, you know, I'm sure I could have done better, but um, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, as a mm -hmm. class clown, which obviously being a class clown helped me out in other areas. Good. <laughs> so <laughs> You were already practicing. Yeah. I agree with you because I did, uh, I did the bear. I mean, in my school, I was bored. I could care less. Yeah, I, for me, it wasn't interesting. I learned, I learned more about life and everything else outside of school. Because to me, it's like sitting in there and just digesting things that like, okay, fine. And do you think I'm going to know a child of mine is doing this and that and that's going to help me for what? It's like, okay, yeah. that's cute. That's nice. But I'm not going to use it when I'm going to go to work. But yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So yeah. So, okay. I had a teacher that was annoying. Um, she was like, yeah. Um, so you're going to write the, like, she would not allow us to write essays while using the same words. Like we had yeah. to use different words and I literally was pissed. Like I was like, <laughs> Why are you doing this? like, and I, obviously she I didn't do to, well, she, but she it was just like obnoxious. And I was like freshman year of high school. And I was like, this is the dumbest like way to teach people how to do this. But I think she wanted to teach people to use uh, more to expand their vocabulary and that wasn't working for everybody. I think I would have been pissed to look at her and say, I'm going to use the same word. <laughs> it was just obnoxious. Mm -hmm. 
just obnoxious. I know. That's just life. It's like, okay, we're going with the flow on this one. But yeah. So I don't know. It's like people need to work with more with their spirit and uh, really go back to basics and see what they like and they want to do in their lives. I think if people were doing this, we will have a better world. Mm-hmm. We will okay. have a better world. But I think it's coming slowly but surely. Uh, consciousness mm-hmm. is waking up slowly but surely. And in the next few years, we're going to have a little chaos, but then it will settle to a better life for everyone. Agree. Sure. Yeah. So, well, that was nice to have you, you all on my podcast, actually. And I said we should continue a conversation later on, actually. I loved it. That was yeah, good. It was fun. We'll collaborate I know. again. We have to. Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. We should. We should because that could be fun. I, I totally agree with you. We should have another one, too. And another yeah. one. <laughs> no, I'm down. That sounds oh, awesome. I'm da- I'm done to it too, because I think uh, people really relate to what we're talking about. And I think it's a, it's a good thing and it's sharing good stories. And maybe I will pull more of my, not my horror story, because I came out with one. Maybe you're going to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to tonight. I'm going to pray extra hard today. Yeah, well. Yeah, let, God protect you know, me. I don't want to see anything. Well, yeah. And I hope you don't in your lifetime. Trust me. But for what I do, it's uh, it's part of the gig for what I do. So, you know, yeah. you will be challenged probably at some point of time, but not as, not in the arena that I am in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I think, I think God knows what I can do, what I'm open to, what I want to see. Um, I think I, I'm tested in a lot of other ways, I think, which, which is good. Yes. Yes. So. Well, yeah, because if we were all tested the same way, it would be kind of boring, actually. <laughs> yeah Yeah, we'll not be here otherwise so but yeah Yeah. but yeah thanks so much for being on my uh podcast and um yeah but uh, i will as i said i will give the um the link on yours as well for the first part of it because i want people to hear that first uh (laughs) episode of uh, first hour of us talking because that was an awesome podcast i'll post the uh, video for for ours as well Yes, that would be great. Yeah, please do. That and would be YouTube fun. And, stuff. We'll and uh, we'll yeah, I'll get your social networks and stuff. We'll exchange. Do you well, have we'll that? do it later on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I have no, it. No, no. I will. I will. Yeah, we'll send it to you uh, uh, later on. No worries. But For sure. no, that was fun. Yeah, I would like to do uh, more because I like I love the conversation. Yeah, it was fun. Maybe so, I could go even a little bit deeper on a reading with you. Who knows? Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, you know, maybe if you have a specific question, maybe you could answer it too. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oops. Low battery. Uh, I'm going on low batteries right now. I'm like 10%. Oh, perfect. Uh, then wrap 10%. it up. Before, before <laughs> we, uh, well, I guess we're wrapping it up. But. So, yes, we're wrapping it up today with this absolutely wonderful podcast. I am so grateful and so thankful to have the opportunity to hang out with y'all um his podcast is on apple and you it's called y'all's hangouts podcast absolutely phenomenal person to listen to as well so i'm very blessed and we had that opportunity to do a two-hour podcast uh one on his podcast that has been published as of december 18 and it's called uh, psychic power dating and spirituality featuring emma's universe which is my podcast and today's which is the part two uh and i'm posting it online so people can you know 
listen to it. It's an absolutely awesome and extremely powerful two hours. And as we said, uh, and we share at the end of the podcast, we are, the two of us, going to continue to collaborate because I think it's so beneficial and it's so powerful and beautiful um, to, you know, listen and get some of the word of the wisdom during our conversation as well. Because as a very spiritual person that you all and uh, I am are, we are just uh, providing more information for people so we're more than happy to do that but i am blessed and very grateful we had that that two hours uh fun and it would have gone i believe even further than two hours but i had an appointment to make sure that that meeting was happening like not even 15 minutes later on so but it was a blessing to do this podcast as well as uh, every uh, collaboration I've done so far. So if you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I want to say thank you so much, guys, for listening to our podcast. And I hope you can find this not only entertaining, but, you know, you need to open your mind and see what the universe has in reserve for you. I will uh, create another page on the www.edgintuitive.com with that specific podcast and all of the collaboration because as I'm publishing more and more my episodes, these can be lost into the universe of Emma and you might be missing some ex extremely interesting uh, podcasts like that and especially the collaboration. So. I wish everybody else is a beautiful day and I know we're going through the season of the holidays. So I wish everybody a beautiful blessing holidays seasons and uh, I'm giving you my blessings and all the blessings from the universe for the year coming up. So we'll probably talk more on a separate um, podcast about uh, next year. What's coming up and what can we do to help each other to stay grounded and at peace. All my love guys and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Mm -hmm.